<laughs> what a scene, man. Hooey. <laughs> then they just plop you out here like a naked baby in the woods. <laughs> How about that? Ah, look, you know, this is probably a lot for you to take in, so uh, why don't you let me show you the ropes? What do you say? Few know much more about Smiling Jack than that he is a perpetual anarch, is known and loathed by most princes of the US, and that he, at some point or another, was a pirate. Probably. As for his lineage, his mortal life, and even who sired him, he is often tight-lipped, finding little reason to ever look back at the past. Instead, this perpetual iconoclast finds the most joy and purpose in being a constant thorn in the sides of the Camarilla. Whether it be going on an embracing spree and then leaving town, or teaching a young lick out on their luck the ropes, Jack does whatever he feels like, and he often feels like causing trouble. As a mortal, Jack was a pirate. In the 17th century, he roamed the Caribbean, surviving to the ripe old age of about 40 before he decided to settle down. He was never a captain, having even then had an awful temper and a tendency to start fights when he got bored. Naturally, it didn't take long for Jack to run headfirst into trouble once more when he knocked out a local lord who tried to make him get off the road so that he could pass. So while waiting for the judgement to come, and getting shit-faced in a dirty tavern, Jack was approached by a kindred spirit who very much saw potential in the man's firebrand attitude. She embraced him and let him loose, teaching him only enough so he wouldn't die in any stupid and meaningless way. Very little is known about this woman, Mama Lion, and it's not even sure that she exists or that she is his real sire. Jack spent much of his time fighting the Spanish in the Caribbean after that, as well as the Ventru of the northern continent. He never really took sides, and he built his reputation through being, in essence, the archetypical Anarch. Loud, destructive, and disobedient. When the Anarchs of Los Angeles rose up against Don Sebastian, Jack was there as well, throwing in his lot and leading the Anarchs from the front of the fighting. Despite his natural charisma, his gung-ho attitude, and his crazy luck, Jack has never once wanted to be the leader of anything, and has repeatedly denied any position of power that has been offered to him. Jeremy McNeil has a particular dislike for the man, whom he sees as a dangerous influence, not to mention a beacon of attention, that may cause the Camarilla to finally decide to bring out the heavy artillery against the kindred of Los Angeles. Jack has made many enemies during his years, and having made LA his base of operations, McNeil's fear may not be unfounded. Jack is especially popular among the younger Anarchs who often have little or nothing to lose, and whose blood still beats with a righteous indignation at the unfairness of the undead society. To older Anarchs, he's unpredictable, a powder keg you hope will only explode when he's in the vicinity of your enemies. As previously mentioned, Jack has a tendency towards embracing often and eagerly, rarely leaving his childer with much more than the most basic of information. While highly irresponsible, the man has always been known for his capricious nature, and a few of his broods still remain. One of particular note is Jenna Cross, who despite being the child of a vampire of the 10th generation, did not fully develop vampirism, instead becoming a thinblood. Stories differ in regards to this, but according to Cross herself, Jack never actually embraced her, merely ghouled her, and that the embrace occurred without his acting. 
At some point, Jenna was building an army of Thinbloods, having become their de facto leader in Los Angeles. But it is unknown what happened to cause that to peter out, seeing as there is now a new leader for them in recent years. One thing of particular note is that Jenna Cross bore a birthmark in the shape of a crescent moon. And although it was touched up by a tattoo artist at the request of Jack, it is still unmistakably a clear hint at one of the prophecies of the Book of Nod, a sign of the coming Gehenna. Jack was personally involved in the incidents surrounding the death of Lacroix, the self-proclaimed Prince of Los Angeles, and the opening of the Ankaran sarcophagus. Although it is unknown what the ancient container stored inside of it, some even speculating that it contained an antediluvian, nothing seems to have come from these events to indicate that an ancient bloodthirsty vampire arose. Incidentally, Jack is also a friend of a mysterious taxi driver in Los Angeles, and the two have been known to converse occasionally, the mysterious man possibly being of vampiric origin judging from his aura, and other subtle clues. After the events of 2004, Jack knew that his time in Los Angeles was rapidly coming to an end. If nothing else, his involvement with the death of Lacroix, would it come to light, might even be reason enough for the Camarilla to call a blood hunt on him, and quite an amount of princes and elders would support that notion. So with that, he left for Libertatia, an East African anarch haven named after the purported colony by the same name, said to have been established by the pirate captain James Mission in the 17th century. Although far from other places of anarch involvement, an elaborate setup had been built in Libertatia over time that allowed for the support of the movement in many different ways. Anything from manifestos to blackmail material and money could be wired or digitally transferred easily from the colony. Unlike Los Angeles and the Free States, Libertatia remained mobile as well, capable of disseminating and recreating their community should they be found or threatened. The actual origin of Libertatia is not known, although it is speculated that it had, in one form or another, been in existence since the Guruhi, a Libon lineage said to be related to the Nosferatu, first claimed the African lands as theirs. Although described as an even more loosely governed state than the Anarch Free State, Libertatia is said to be ruled in secret by a council who ensures that there are not too many kindred causing overcrowding, neonates and fledglings occasionally departing for other lands to prevent this, and the elders of this Anarch commune seem to be fairly immune to sacrificing their own good for the community. Regardless, it is highly unlikely that Jack will stay in Libertatia for long, as the man is known to be easily bored and dislikes settling down. Wherever there are Anarchs, he is sure to appear, and despite his many enemies, he seems quite impossible to get rid of.